Welcome to the NPC's Weekly What Are You Playing for July 18th, 2020. My name is Travis, and as always, I am joined by Preston. Hello! And Kyle. Yo. Yo, really? Yo. Yeah. Yo. Yo. No, just, it's a single syllable, so I mean, you're not, oh, you know, you're not using your usual what's up, so I yeah, guess it's, to, yeah, no, I just, it's a way to save on energy. That. Yeah. Just yo. Way to put some effort in, Kyle. You fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically all he's saying here is the way he's actually bringing the energy to the recordings now into the podcast is that it's just I exist. So okay, what's up? What's up? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> is that better? Is that better? Beautiful. That's you know, that's it wasn't. better. I thought it would be, and it yeah. I'm, I don't know. I think if I he goes any more energy, short. he's going to get kicked out of his house. <laughs> <laughs> I just hear someone yell, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Hey, guys. So it's a new week. There are some games that are going on. There are some new games that are really going on. And I've got to actually, I want to start with both of you guys to talk to me about this because I don't own a PlayStation 4. I've had to rely on streams and that you guys need to talk to me about Ghost of Tsushima because I've been watching several different people play this. And Kyle, you described it to me as being just, you know, Assassin's Creed set in the feudal era. But Honestly, it looks so much cooler than playing an Assassin's Creed. Mm. Oh, yeah, easily. There, so, there's so much more to it. I mean, don't get me wrong. It like if you've played Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you you get the format. Uh, but there, there there's so much more to it. Like uh I I don't know. Like you you can't just go up and and scale whatever wall you want. But being as the format it is you don't necessarily expect to either i i don't know like how far are you in this uh i'm not actually all that far um i did like have you done any of the stealth stuff yet uh only like one mission i think like um i did the flashback the first flashback when you do your first stealth kill and then after that I did one mission where I started it out out stealth, but I I've only done like three story missions, and I've been working with the archer dude, uh, doing his little quest line. That's a side story right now. That's the one I saw. That's what I've actually seen in streams. Really, that locked me in. Okay, yeah, we're about the same spot in the game. It's still extremely early on. Yeah, so it's pretty, right now I, I want to say the about mission to... I'm on, uh. Uh, we're, we're having to defend the village. We just got done walking all the way around this little hot spring uh, that that he lives at um, and clearing out little groups of, of Mongols. And now they're like running down the hill at us. And I have the ability to like light the field on fire or I can just take them on head on. But I, you kind of want to try and get rid of as many as you can before they get up to you. What I'm curious about with you guys, though, is, I mean, 
I guess first thing actually is, have you guys tried out any of that cinematic camera stuff yet that they were showing off in the last kind of trailer demonstration thing that they had? Are you talking their photo mode stuff? Yeah. No, I haven't had a chance to play with that yet. I usually don't screw around with the photo modes. Um, I have put it in the Akira Kurosawa mode, though, a few times, and I love that. That's so much fun. And are you playing on a pro, Kyle, or are you just a regular PS4? Um, I'm just playing on a regular PS4. I'm actually playing on the first gen. Okay, and I, Preston, you're the same way then, same. right? Yeah, it's... It's putting my PS4 in overdrive trying to play this game. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'm sure your guys' PS4 oh, yeah. sound like airplanes oh, yeah. taking off. Yeah, it's like, whoa, this fucker is going off high. Ah, fuck, what to say about this game. It is extremely pretty. Yeah, that's that what is I've been the saying. first thing I've noticed. Um, that wind mechanic for traversing the area is a way to lead you to your objective. That's really cool and unique instead of just putting it a marker on your map. Kind of thing. Yeah, I'd love I thought the that was fact a cool that there's literally almost no HUD. So other than I, you know, like like we said just about the Assassin's Creed part there a minute ago, uh, to actually unlock other areas of the map, can you just literally like ride around the entire map on a horse, or just run around and uh, like open yeah. up the entire map to find everything? Okay, you're not having so to far, pull. It seems that way. Yeah, you you just go. Yeah, that's there. what it it's seems not like. like yeah. It's not like in the, um. I, I say it's like the most recent Assassin's Creed because in in that one it it feels like you can more go anywhere, more so than the previous games. But to the same effect, in the more recent one, they like level cap certain areas. So you know if you wander in an area that you're not supposed to be in, you're probably gonna die because the enemies are gonna be fifty levels above you. From what I've seen so far, the enemies aren't gonna be necessarily leveled above you but you may not necessarily have sword techniques that you can defeat the enemies with. Ah, okay. So a as you level up, then it makes more sense to kind of navigate to these other areas, but it doesn't mean that you can't navigate to them, at least from the onset. Yeah, everything. No, it I've looks seen, like it you, looks you like you could it's just open. go there. Okay, yeah. that was that was one of those things because like. I know like with the Assassin's Creed stuff, I, I'm, I know I'm probably dating myself here, but I'm thinking back to more like your earlier Assassin's Creed games where you had to get up on a tower of some type to actually like open up and unlock the area. Um, you know, the Eagle view or whatever it was called. Right. That is what had me worried about this too. Is like, do you have to go stand up on a cliff or something? Do you have to go up into a, a lookout or something to actually do the exact oh, same no. thing? And I if it's all, know. if you can just start riding around and kind of like open up the map, even before really doing a lot of the missions, in my opinion, especially with the game as pretty as it looks, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, and actually, uh, I have not um, run into anything like a tower kind of thing. It seems no. like the world is opening up progressively, just naturally through the story, which yeah, I think is okay. pretty cool. But like it just that, kind of that's what I've noticed so far. I'm not areas. sure. And and actually, there there are story missions and even side missions already uh, that I have within a couple hours of play that send me almost clear to the bottom of the map, and you're like kind of near the top or the middle top, I'd say. When you start, it's a out. real pretty fucking game. Yeah, and and the environments are are so just amazing to walk around in. Like, I I, yeah. I don't think there's like a a a lot to do, and and it's not like Assassin's Creed where you can just walk around and there's a shit ton of stuff to pick up, like like stupid amounts of stuff to pick up. No, they 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 feel they fill the environments. I think. 
um, when when you're like in uh, like in houses and stuff, they fill them better than Assassin's Creed, but they don't all they also don't have like a ton of stuff you can just walk up and oh I'm gonna take this and this and this and this and this and this and this. You might walk into a house and you'll see like one thing you can pick up, but whereas in Assassin's Creed the house is gonna be empty in Ghost of Tsushima there's going to be people and they're doing stuff and you may not be able to interact with them, but they're just going to carry on doing whatever they they're doing. And they may okay. kind of react and, you know, see you and kind of move around you, but you know, they're, they, they're doing their, their business. And I don't know. What do you think about there, the there's combat? Just subtle so far. nuances that they do way, way better. What do you think about the combat so far, Kyle? I really like it. Um, I kind of feel like the the combat, um, at least to me, feels like uh, I, I. It doesn't feel like Assassin's Creed because you take so much more damage. It, like it's v- much more punishing, even on a low level of difficulty. Um, I would say it's more like the level of maybe uh, shoot. Now I can't think of the name. Uh, Fallen Order. The way the combat's formatted, it's not yeah. like Dark Souls. Yeah. It's not like it's not like your button mashy. Uh, you know, you can button mash at times though, but that's not gonna work. I mean, if you um, want to play the game properly, you're gonna play it like more like Fallen Order. I I feel like I agree with him with that it feels like each swing needs to be deliberate. Like you need to know exactly what you're doing. Ah, uh, it's almost they almost want to do a free form combat like Batman does. But it's not there yet. But yeah, it's a it's a much more precise combat than Batman's is. It's really interesting. I will so say far. though, I'm I not hate sure the what block I think on it. it, or I hate the block and the parry. The timing yeah, on it is yeah. shit. It, it feels it's really tight, and it's really well. Easy not to only fuck that, it feels and... like you have to block. You have to block a second before you think you need to block to to get the parry right. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I need to see. Is did you find a lock on enemy lock on? I don't. I haven't found an. There enemy is lock not on an enemy lock on. I actually, I, I kind of thought there wasn't because I fiddled around with my controller for a while after I'd been playing for a bit, and I'm like, I don't think there's an enemy lock on. And I yeah, that's be, weird when dealing with multiple enemies. I, I really feel like there should yeah, be one. Yeah, I, I happen to be taking a break and watching some YouTube videos, and I, I think I was watching the uh, before you buy that Game Ranks put out. And they had actually said, there's no lock-on. And then I was like, really? And I looked it up, and yeah, there's no lock-on to enemies. What's, I don't know. Like, if it was trying to be a free-form combat like Batman, that's fine. You don't have, you, That game doesn't need a lock-on. But it doesn't play like that, so it, it feels weird that there's no enemy lock-on. Because, I don't yeah, know, I'll it feels like it needs that. to be more deliberate. Uh, I find it kind of clunky right now I think in the it combat. Has clunky moments. Yeah, yeah. I, I I need to get a little further. I want to see if it smooths itself out with like new abilities and stuff unlocking. I'm enjoying it. It's an interesting combat thing, but I don't know. Like, I love. This I could see how this could get old. So far, this the story is really really good. Yeah, I think that's... that the guy do the voice actor doing the uncle is really really fucking good. Oh yeah. Yeah, like I like with the day this game dropped, I actually went on to PlayStation Now's site to go check their catalog to see if it had been added, and I was a little bummed that it wasn't there because it's like I, I can't justify you know, uh, 
spending all that money now since we've got the PS5 coming out to go buy a pro and to, you know, just go get it for this one game, at least as of right now. And so it's like, okay, if I go in now, then I can go spend the 10 bucks for the sub. I can go spend the 60 bucks for the DualShock 4 controller and I can play it through my computer, but it's not there yet. So Kyle and I had this discussion, you know, uh, earlier this week after the Ghost of Shiba dropped. And I'm, not, I'm just going to end up having to wait for a PlayStation 5. It's probably going to be the better value to get it. And it'll probably end up even looking that much more pretty when the PS5 um, is out and playing that game. Yeah. That's a real pretty game. I think the music is really phenomenal. That for that just the opening scene where they did when they finally do the title for it, oh, Kyle, yeah. and you're riding your horse at full speed. I was like, I was like, ooh, I am fucking I, in, I will man. Say, I wish I had a surround sound system just to play this game, like the. Yeah, I bet it's pretty awesome with yeah it, headphones. I need to probably switch to my headphones uh, for this I, one. I feel like I need to switch to like a really really good pair of head headphones just to play this game because the audio in it is phenomenal. Um, that is one thing I will say about the Akira Kurosawa mode is, um, in those older Japanese films, they did have uh, some, some focus on music and I feel like it cuts out too much of the music because it it does affect Mm. the audio as well. It, It turns it into more of a manural sound and that that's accurate, but they also cut out a lot of the uh, the, the background um, noise and, and some of the ambient noise that I feel like it, it works so well with, with the world. Like, it, it just helps the world be more beautiful. I, I'm with you. That's actually why I'm not playing in that mode as much as I wanted to try it. I'm like, this, I want to experience this world. Like, I, I would say feels like I the have best to play time to try it is... Um, right right when you go into a standoff hit the standoff button but before it starts to standoff or right after you hit the button and it's about to start the mode pause it and flip to it that's when that mode is i think the coolest hmm. like that and Maybe some of the then. uh the cinematics when they're playing the movies the way the uh, camera angles are, are are set it definitely works for those and it's supposed to work for those because it directly correlates back to those movies. Uh, but I don't know. I, other than that, like just roaming around in the, the world and everything, I think you miss so much and and you'd be doing an injustice to yourself to, to not play most of the game, at least in, in regular mode. Oh yeah, I was bummed out actually about something about the sound too. Where um, I originally played it in Japanese language with English subtitles because I really feel like that's how this game should have been played yeah. or made. The voice acting and the animation models were made for English. Really? So it's off and it looks weird. Yeah, which I I surprised actually. I wouldn't have thought they had See, done that. they would have done that. But I I had and it's kind of a bummer. Out. So it actually took me out of it. So I switched it. Yeah, and I hadn't checked out the uh, Japanese voice track. Uh, yet, but I had heard that the uh, voice actors they really go well with, and they did a good job as far as as the voice acting goes. But I, I hadn't heard that about the animations yet. Yeah, they do a good job, and it sounds really good. Like I was like, damn, that was. But honestly, so do the English actors. Oh, they yeah, did a definitely. great fucking job so far. I was like, I was like, I'll, I'll stick with this. This is fine. Um, 
like I said, sure, it's a little hard for me to put any kind of opinion on it yet, since I'm only two hours in. Who knows what the where it's going to go? From oh yeah, now. I figure you guys but, would. You know, it, you've got like yeah. fifty or so odd hours, more most likely. You know, at minimum to get through this entire game. So I yeah, just yeah, wanted that, to get that, your initial impressions. That that's the other thing. Is it's the progression pretty. That's on my it. initial impression. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the other thing. Is the progression on it? Like, I I feel like I've done quite a bit, even though that I've only done a little, but. I've only gotten very, very little experience. Like, I think total, I've gotten maybe three points to place. And one of those points I immediately put into finding fox dens. Yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot there. And it's like... But it all seems like it could be necessary, unlike Neo's upgrade system, where it's like, I don't know where I'm going with this. This one seems like... I'm going to need it all. Yeah, and I, I feel like the upgrade system might seem a little daunting and overwhelming at first, too, because you have three separate things to upgrade. You have, you know, your your samurai abilities, which also affect, like, your wind and whatnot um, and what, what appears on your map. But then you also have, like, your um, ghost abilities, and that's going to be all your stealth techniques and whatnot. And then aside from that, um, you have all your sword stance techniques and you unlock, um, I think there's what, a total of five different stances or four different stances. I think so. Four, you start with four or five. Yeah, yeah. You start with one, you have to earn the others, but each of those has specific moves that you can put points into as well. And you only earn one point every so often. And it, you know, yeah, I'm really curious to jump in and see where it goes. Yeah. I'd like, from... and, the upgrade system just because of that progression i feel like there's there's gonna be a shit ton to do in this game but i hope it doesn't fall down the assassin's creed well of yeah you gave me a lot of shit to do but i wasn't interested in doing right. all of it because it's all I, the same I, I hope I'm, so I'm, I'm worried like, about that 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 happens too often and much more often in in the later assassin's creed games it's like oh we have the ability to make a bigger map so we're just going to put exactly. arbitrary things to do in it. You don't actually have to do them, but yeah. you can. Instead of populating it well, they just overpopulate it. But so far, I haven't run into that. Because like, even when I go into a town, I have not either. it immediately says, you know, you can go do this bamboo thing. And, you know, once you've found the town, you know, and the, if there's a bamboo thing there, I can immediately go and increase my resolve. It immediately shows me that there's a hot spring there that I can go increase my max health. You know, did, did you like in the tutorial where you grab your first items and it's like you got supplies and they just called it supplies and I'm like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're not going to tell me specifically what was in it. I was like, they just wow, they're just gonna everything supplies. You got more of those. You got more supplies. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah, like well, I I, I guess I was so. like not bamboo, not wood. It's like, what's in those supplies? Like, don't worry about it. You got supplies, but, <laughs> like, but you got four different types of wood. They they, they yeah. meant they they put it as just regular generic supplies. But when it comes yeah. to wood, you have it like two funny. three different types of wood. You have yew wood. You have bamboo. You you know. Yeah, but they hadn't explained that in the beginning, so I was like, really? You're just so I I thought all they were going to call it was just supplies. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll have more for you next month, week, Sherm. I just didn't. I played Batman Arkham Knight all week. Oh, so cool. Talk to us about the rest of the stuff you had on your list. My yeah. stuff? If you want. Batman Arkham Knight. Yeah, I finished it. I wanted to 100% it. Took forever to do all those goddamn Riddler trophies. And I wanted to just do the DLC. Those are some cool DLCs. Like, you'll do Mr. Freeze mission, and he actually lets Nora die. 
for the DLC mission. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Killer Croc has gone full Killer Croc now. He's got a tail and shit, <laughs> like from the first one. It's pretty good. That's still the worst of the Batman Arkham games, though. It's just too fucking much Batmobile, too much everything. That's what it's too I hated big. about it. Yeah. And it's not even that really that big of a map, but it's just... It's too much. Actually, I think that game I much more prefer. took me almost, almost a full year to beat because I took a break from it for like six months because I got fed up with the Batmobile bullshit. Because there's a segment it's where so it's, much Batmobile. it's literally like an hour of just nothing but Batmobile. And I was like, fuck this shit. Yeah, it's, there is too much Batmobile in it. Like, yeah, I wish they would have cut down a lot on that. And honestly, the Batmobile does not handle fantastic in that game. You can really see the date on some of these Batman games as far as like clunky open world action adventure games. I still like them a lot because of the lore of Batman. But yeah, that one could have used a lot of work, I think. What else? Ghost of Tsushima. You guys want to talk about that one? <laughs> we can nah. talk about that more. Let's see. Then uh... <laughs> uh, I got more. I got a little further into Thumper. I'm almost done with it. I'm on the second to last level. God damn, that game is hard. It melts my brain playing Thumper. I can't fucking play it for too long. Like 20 minutes and then I'm like, I got to close my eyes before I have a seizure. It's so bright. It's so fast. It's so much movement. If you like rhythm games, play Thumper. And then I got about three hours into Minecraft Dungeons. Hey, that's Diablo for morons. I, I think you, you, don't you know how to play played <laughs> literally the entire game if you played three hours. Uh, well, I I played. It took me. I actually died a couple times because I was going into places that was I was going into dungeons I wasn't supposed to yet. I was uh, I wanted to see how easy this game was. Um, so I was under. I was completely under leveled to go into these dungeons, and so I died two or three times in there. But mm, it's pretty short. Not a lot of fun builds. I don't know. I guess if you're trying to introduce your kids or something to this genre, maybe I don't know. But I feel like the the lore stuff's wasted on me. Like I don't know what I don't get witches. I don't know any of this shit. I barely know what a creeper is. So none of that shit is hitting well with me. I don't know about you, sure. Well, that, that's you what, that's what I was actually too. surprised to see it on your list as a game that you played anyway. Is you know I was kind of hoping that you because would I though too. But I, to be perfectly honest, I actually <laughs> did kind of expect that you wouldn't know much about it anyway going in. And the whole lore in this game, like forget the creepers, forget the zombies, and that is all brand new. It has actually nothing to do with just core Minecraft. Okay. I mean, I guess it's. I don't know. It seems like generic. Lord of the Rings style shit. Ancient warrior must save the land. Right. Shit, so. it's, a, it's a good entry yeah, point for those who like later on might want to experience like Diablo. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, At least for the younger generation. I, I don't know. I feel like I would just play Diablo. Diablo offers so much more than this game does that I've seen. But I mean, I guess I get that if you need to play one of these and you love Minecraft, I guess this game's for you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll finish it since it's only like five or six hours is what it was saying. So I'll finish it. And then that way I can argue it off the top 10 list when we get to the end of the year. <laughs> That's why I play animal. I'm going to play animal crossing too, Sherm. Even though I don't like games, I'm going to play them so I can argue against them. <laughs> Otherwise I'm just talking out well, my then. ass, but yeah, that cool. was it. So Kyle, I know you're also playing one of the other new games that dropped this week, too. You got Paper Mario, the Origami King on your list. What's going on there? I do. Um, Yeah, so I've 
probably put I've probably put about as much time into that one. Well, no, I've put I've put about three quarters of as much time into that one as Ghost. Um, I don't know. The writing is is decent. Um, the gameplay is really slow. Like I thought the battle system was gonna be really cool, but they take forever uh, explaining it, and they explain it twice. Because, like, when you first battle, you battle, and then you don't battle again for another, like, f- almost 30 minutes. So it's like, oh, we're going to run you through the uh, whole battle tutorial again. But then in four more battles, we're going to introduce a new element that we could have introduced in the first place. Because it, it, it's literally part of one of the other, or the other element that we introduced as the battle system. But it's whatever. Um Okay. So far, Brandon was saying he really liked it what's so up? far. He said the writing is really funny. Brandon was telling me about it. He said he thought the writing was pretty funny. The you know, writing is so. really on point. Um, they they have some really really funny dialogue. Uh, the one thing I will say, I feel like I'm pounding my head into a wall sometimes, uh, waiting for the dialogue to progress because it you, you can't really speed it up. At least that I've seen. Uh, there's no way to change the dialogue speed, and it. You're, you're literally tripping over words trying to get the next word. And it's funny, too, because you'll be, you'll be tripping. What a Nintendo thing to do. <laughs> What's up? What a Nintendo thing to yeah. do. I just well, and, had Nintendo written all fucking over and it. It's great, too, because you'll be tripping over, you know, the dialogue trying to get the next word. So you'll be like, uh, 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 you know, waiting for the next word to pop up. And another dialogue bubble will pop up that someone else... Uh, that's just like a side character will say something and it might be something really funny and snarky and it, it's it, it blips up real quick and sometimes it's really it, it could be long-winded and it's just so quick that you might barely catch it or not even catch it at all and some hmm. of those dialogue bo- bubbles that pop up will happen when you're moving around and it'll be like when you're on one side of the screen so half the dialogue bubble is unreadable and then you'll start moving across back to read it, and all of a sudden it's gone. That sucks. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it has its downfalls. Uh, the battle system is unique. Uh, so far, there's not a whole lot to it. I've heard one of the major complaints is there's no level-up system, and there's none so far that I've seen. Right now, I'm back actually where the, the palace should be. I won't get too far into the story, I guess, but um, that seems odd. It feels like our, it feels like Paper Mario is almost like the RPG of the Mario's. Yeah, and it's like they want to be an RPG. So for there to be no leveling up they system, they don't fully go there. Like you have an HP system and stuff, and yeah, it makes sense if you're getting hit, but it's really easy to avoid all damage for the most part. Um. Like, I, I haven't, in in an actual turn-based battle, I have not taken any damage whatsoever. So, hmm. it's it's kind of weird. Maybe the entry point for this is more so towards, like, really the kid-level stuff. I know Paper Mario's been around for so long, but I wonder if it's more kid-level stuff than anything now. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um... You'll have to get further on that yeah, one. I'm, I'm, I am <laughs> going to have to get further on that one. Um, I 
I I don't know it. It's it's not like super grabbing my attention though. I'll say that much. Like the writing's good, but there's not enough of the writing to like keep me there because I have to endure these battles that. And it's another thing I I've been hearing reviews and stuff on it, and people are just saying, "Oh well, I avoided the battles altogether." And it's like, well, I could see that now because they're they're kind of time consuming. How long do the battles take? It's like, uh, the battles can actually be time consuming. Like, it it gives you twenty seconds to do the setup for the turns, so you get to pick like, it'll it'll give you how many turns you can make. So you get to hmm. uh select which which ring you want to turn, and then you turn that one, and then you attack. And then sometimes you'll get two turns. So you can turn those, attack, and then turn again and attack. Or sometimes you'll hmm. get two actions. So you'll get to attack twice. It's, I don't know. It, the setup's Are really these like 30-minute battles? Or no, is it like Fire it's, Emblem it's is? not even 30-minute battles. Like, uh, it, the, the, the battles are just set up. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know how to explain it. It's it's almost like they... Is it like time-consuming that they're so frequent? Is that what you mean? It's not even that they're frequent. They're not even that frequent. They just take a little while. Like, huh, okay. I don't know. It, it I, I guess it's an interesting way to play the battles, but it's not It's not that interesting because it, it it's a gimmick. I'll have to watch some videos on this one. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll have to let you borrow it or something. But I don't know. It just it feels gimmicky that you don't get any experience from the battles. Um, so you don't level up. Um, you just kind of go and progress the story, and the battles happen. Okay. But that that's it. They they just happen. You you just as soon jump on them and be through with it, so you could progress the story almost. Hmm. I don't know. I need to play more of it. We'll see what you get um, from it. Yeah, I was going to say, we'll see what like, you get like from it. Like I said, right? I'm still early on, um, and the opening has been ha- has been kind of a slow start, honest, honestly. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, going on from that, uh, played more of The Messenger. I really love that game. Oh, I played this too. I forgot. You played The Messenger too? Yeah, I, I, I threw the first three levels. Oh, man. It gets so much more cool. Uh, so I'm at I'm at. I don't like that jump mechanic, that hit you, to stay up in the air thing. That that's weird. Oh, where you like you hit like a lamp or an enemy and you can jump again. Yeah, that, that's a weird mechanic. It is a weird mechanic, but it feels it it, it feels weird. But. I don't know. It it works later on. You use it a lot later on, especially during boss fights. Um. Yeah. I have to get. There. I finally passed the midpoint boss, and it's great because it. Go- it's funny because, um, I told you, you know, one of the things that I loved about it was the writing and how it it's snarky and whatnot. Well, the merchants yeah. like he he's part of the the guys that that have to test you. So you go to this uh, tower of time. Well, when you come out the other side, everything looks different because it's in sixteen bit. And you walk into the shop and you're like, oh, everything's like way different. And he's just like, oh, so you're you're okay with this. I didn't know how I was going to explain the whole 
the whole time travel thing to you, but <laughs> and and your your dude's like, oh, neat, and the merchant's like, yeah, that's fucking funny. It is neat, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they just like bypass the whole thing. We're just gonna plow through. Yeah, no, and and it's great. <laughs> that's funny. You go into the future, and it it turns sixteen bit. So your your ninja looks more like slim. Your sword's bigger. It looks you know, more like a 16-bit ninja sword. And then you have the, the straw hat that, you know, a, a samurai or a ninja would have. And, of course, there's a whole thing with the merchant obsessing over that that's super funny. Um, but, yeah, I, I love that game. Um, it it definitely changes a little bit when you go to 16-bit. Like, it it reminds me of some of those, like... Uh, like... I almost like 16-bit like Shinobi style games or like maybe one of the levels off of uh one of the X-Men games uh where it's just freaking tough and you you fall and you die and you fall and you die and you have to just go back to a checkpoint over and over and over again. Yeah, I guess I kind of feel that. Yeah. But I I I forgot I had played some of this too. I just yeah, yeah I, I don't know. This the sixteen port bit portion is is great, and and I, it makes me love the the game even more. Um, played a little bit more Far Cry. Um, I'm just right at the moment finished, or no, I've got like two more things to do in the first area because the last time I played, we beat the area boss. Um, and now I've just got like one. Con- I, I want to say one uh grain elevator to blow up i i have like all the comic books except for like two to collect and like one other thing to get and then there's like two stashes and one mission and then that area is 100 percent done um i 100 percent of that whole game you did or the whole area at least i don't know yeah it was uh takes a long time yeah i do it with all the fire cries though Maybe that's why I hate them. Maybe because it makes me do. Maybe because I do all of them. It's my fault. I don't know. Like, af- after I'm done playing a Far Cry, I feel like I- I'm always like, well, I I don't think I'm gonna pick up the next one. Uh, even even if the story's really good, I'm not gonna pick up the next one. But somehow I always pick up the next one, and I always get suckered in. Well, I'm excited for six. I think six. Yeah, I think six is trying to do something a little different. I think so too. I think so too. So I'm like, definitely. Like, it looks like you're trying to walk the line between good and bad guy, which. I like that. Yeah. That'll be an interesting way to go. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. It, it's one of those things I, I get suckered in to, to pick it up. And then when I pick it up, I'm like, oh, well, th- there's this thing nearby and I'm going to go get that. And it's nearby these three other things. And uh, oh, it that's near the main mission. But near the main mission, there's also these three other things that I can collect. And pretty soon I've collected everything in the freaking game. <laughs> They're like Assassin's Creed games for me, yeah. too. It's, yeah. it's just that Ubisoft formula, man, of like, it's easy to do everything in the map, so you just kind of do everything. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um. Other than that, more Animal Crossing, nothing new. Um. And more Warzone. Um, I actually was playing the Warzone side a little bit. Yeah, um, how'd you do? Not too bad. I actually got my first victory. Um, with my brother and his friend, um, that was pretty crazy. But I, I kind of like what they've done now, um, with there not being a gulag. Um, so now if you have enough cash, you just automatically drop back in. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, that that was more for Preston if he didn't know, but uh, yeah, no, I did not know. But yeah, no. Honestly, so I when I kind of like the gulag idea better, honestly. Yeah, no. Uh, if I think it's after you have four thousand dollars, um, as long as you have four thousand dollars, you can drop in till there. It's down to like. Oh, I I don't know. I think it's like 15 or 20 teams or something like that is when they finally close it off or when the circle gets down to a certain point they close it off. I I don't remember. No, Gulag no, is, is usually Gulag is usually shut down after X amount of time in the entire game. It's not up to a certain point in teams or anything. It's literally just yeah, based on time. No, then then it, I'm certain it, it's after a certain time you can't just jump in if you have enough money. Then your your teammates do have to buy you in. But they, as long as they have money, that you, they can keep buying you in, even if it's like the very, very end of the game. Mm -hmm. There's a buy station, like just outside uh, the circle in the smoke. If they have enough life to run out there, buy you in, and run back into the smoke, you can drop in. Yeah, because you're talking forty five hundred dollars to bring in a player who may have failed in gulag or was successful in gulag but then died a second time you've also got anybody who's in gulag you've got jailbreak uh the jailbreak that could come up at any point in time in a game too if it does come up so anybody that's in gulag just immediately gets out but they've also got a respawn one too where anybody who has already died and is still spectating will just come right back into the game too um on top of sherman sounds like you're playing this game yeah too. i am <laughs> uh on top of that you've also got um uh, what is it? If you uh, are successful, if you are a most wanted, if you pick up one of those most wanted contracts and don't get taken out by uh, another team, you can actually respawn in all of your uh, anybody on your team who's dead uh, without anything else being done. You just basically have to stay alive for that time period. Oh, that's pretty handy. Yeah, because because there are times when you pick up a most wanted that the teams they don't even want to hunt you. Um. So it makes it real easy, and it's it's risk then, reward is all it is, is because the risk of yeah. it is that you pick up most wanted, you're marked on the map altogether. I mean, it's not like a constant right. refreshing thing where you can actually see where the person is at. Like like as you're moving, you don't just see a dot moving across. It refreshes every five seconds, so you'll see it jump from like street to building to to. Really, you gotta scratch yourself now, dog. Really, you good? You done? I think it's his kids. Fucking dog. <laughs> He's just over here just like, yeah, he doesn't understand. You done? You good? Thank you. Uh, so you can see their location updating, of course, but it's like every five seconds it'll refresh. So again, it's a risk reward because you go kill them. You can actually earn a lot of extra money, but you're, uh, you know, otherwise you stay alive. If you have it on you, then yeah, you can bring back your team. You can get points for whatever weapon it is you're holding. You get extra money. So yeah, it is cool. Um, other than that, I played uh, a couple of their just like miniature tournaments that they've they've been doing. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know; those are fun. I I haven't won any. I've gotten second place a few times, but haven't won any yet. But those are I I don't know; they're just fun because it's it's two it's uh, two on two, um, random weapons, and they change like every two rounds, and it's uh, six rounds to win. I think. Nice. So and yeah, just it's your regular tournament ladder. Oh, which I expect but, it to be. I couldn't imagine anything different. Um, even even just getting second place, you get Buku experience in those. 
Um, and it, it's kind of funny too because <laughs> say it again. What? What's up? <laughs> say the. <laughs> you get what? Buku experience. <laughs> Buku. Wow, I haven't heard that fucking expression in forever. Preston's <laughs> no, trigger it, word for the night, I guess. I, I guess so. Um, you really do. Like, I, I feel like you get Buku, Buku. Uh, you can get as much experience, like if you're in second place, is getting, like in top five of a war zone match and that takes ah, like okay 20 you know five minutes ish uh but mm-hmm. i guess i guess it does take about 25 minutes ish to get there too so i haven't heard buku since kazam <laughs> really that's how long that's been really because i heard kazam on, wow. the, on the news the other day <laughs> in reference to the movie actually what what were they talking about uh, the fact that Shaq had pulled over and helped someone change a tire on the freeway wait and so the only thing they had to lean back on was Kazam they didn't have well, it, it's just you like, may know Shaq from his illustrious acting sudden, career Kazam, Kazam Shaq pops up and helps you change a tire okay yeah. I was just making sure that the news wasn't as ignorant there to just fall back on that <laughs> and then Kazam <laughs> That's fucking If you can awesome. find a link for that, you gotta share that with us, Kyle. Oh I'm 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 sure Kazam. I can. I'm sure I can. That's fucking funny. <laughs> buku. Remember cause he was getting the waffles or, or something like that. French toast. And he said, buku buku buku. <laughs> God damn Jesus it. Christ. Oh, was that it from you then, Kyle, or yeah, that that's uh, pretty much it for me. Cool. Well, yeah, I just like you. You know, I did play Warzone. I had a first place win in Battle Royale quads uh, last night, and then two back to back first place wins in Plunder. So that was actually nice. pretty cool. Yeah, it's. I gotta say, I like Plunder as a warm up because since you have the ability to just respawn without. Um, you know, without requiring someone to actually do the respawn for you, then it allows you to at least get yourself moving, get yourself uh, back into the groove of things too, um, and just get you all loosened up and ready to start playing in standard battle royale. So I did a couple matches there. Yeah. First place uh, back to back on those Um, quads. I ended up going down um, right at the last part. So I was waiting for a revive when we ended up winning the game. So once that happens, you know, when you win, it's just an immediate revive and then, you know, helicopter exit animation and that's it. Uh, you know, Warzone, it's Battle Royale. Yay. Uh, and then lastly, of course, Persona 4 Golden. I believe I'm getting close to the point now where Kanji is introduced. And he, I don't know why, but when Kanji starts coming into play on anything or I see anything referencing him, whether it's, you know, it's been playing Persona 4 or anything outside of it, there's always something about Joel that gets stuck in my head because of that character. And I don't know exactly what it is that does it, uh, but so Kanji's backstory, of course, is that he he seems to have a very big problem with his sexuality. He has a very big issue with his um, with how he uh, with how he feels around other people. And part of it, I'm not up to this point yet, but uh, the biggest thing that you uh, actually end up interacting with him on is, of course, when you go to uh, free him and take care of his whole uh, persona in the Midnight Channel Um you end up going through like a bathhouse and everything he's always talking to you about has like that. Um, 
Oh, how do I want to describe exactly how he's talking? It's it's definitely very seductive talk. It's almost like a seductive uh, talk mixed with like a game show host or something. It's that's very fucking weird. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's definitely very far off, but there's something about that character that reminds me of Joel so goddamn much, and I can't get it out of my head as I'm I know I'm getting up to that point. And I'm sorry, Joel, if you're listening to this one, but obviously, of course, there's got to be something about you and Kanji that just lines up. So whenever you go to your next anime convention, you're cosplaying. I think Kanji's your next one. So kudos to you on that. But that puts me, oh, I don't even know how many hours in now, but it's it's Persona. It's by far one of my favorite games. And yeah, I'll, I don't know when I'll have that beat. It's definitely a long one. Uh, especially to not necessarily 100% things, but to get what you want, it definitely takes a while. Which, did you pick that one up yet, Preston? Did you happen to find it yet? No, not yet. Okay. No, I haven't, I, I, I haven't even looked. Okay, well, yeah, because you were asking about that one, like, if this was a... Yeah, I, I want to yeah. try them, but I'm not sure. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I haven't had time. Yeah. I have a Maybe uh, they go on sale of on the... Persona 5 you can borrow. <laughs> Five would be cool. That's one I still need to actually sit back and play. And five basically has all the good things of four, but improved. Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely on there. But I need to go get me a PlayStation Five and Ghost of Tsushima at the end of this year, and then play that and be wowed by the brilliance of that game. So, but that was it for me <laughs> on when I was playing. Anything else that snuck up in here that we remember that we might have played? No, I'm looking at the top ten Kazam God moments. Damn it! If... <laughs> They're not. They can't find. Well, any, if it, if you can believe that. <laughs> with that brainless moment, of course. Now, as a part of no, the podcast Shaq's history. Singing. Wait, when Shaq's singing in the shower and he's being a guy. <laughs> That's the moment they have it on YouTube. We should all watch it. And Kazam. with those brain cells now dead, <laughs> thank you so much, everybody, for tuning into this week's episode. Don't forget to check us out on anchor.fm slash the dash NPCs dash podcast. That is the home of our podcast. You can find links to all the platforms we're on. So if there is one that you like to use, we're most likely on it. So make sure to find us there. Follow us so you can always catch us when a episode goes live. Uh, you can find us, of course, on social media, Twitter and Facebook at the NPCs podcast. You can find us on YouTube. Just search for the NPCs on there or grab the link from one of our social media pages. You can tune in on YouTube and on Facebook on Friday nights at around 8 p.m. Mountain Time, where Kyle and I go through a weekly news roundup live stream. You can listen in on the gaming news, hear our thoughts, of course, on things that are going on, and, of course, provide comments, too, throughout the stream. And we'll answer questions, of course, if things come up and provide your feedback, too, when you guys are uh, chatting with us. So, again, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this week's What Do You Play? And we'll catch you all in the next episode. Kazam! Later.